The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. You might have heard about that that girl in ShopRite with two children, both under the age of two, who after doing her shopping for the week and now inundated with packages on top of two shopping carts and a stroller, is miraculously pushing all three in unison out to her minivan, where there she spends the next ten minutes alone, unloading the bags from those shopping carts, and all the bags that were stuffed into the bottom of the carriage and the top of the hood of her little stroller. Finally, she gets all the groceries in for the week and then some. It's there that she turns around and goes to the next phase. And she moves over to the side door of the minivan and starts taking her children out one at a time, each one clicking them into their car seats. Today's car seats were designed, in my opinion, by NASA. It has the design of the astronauts, I'm telling you straight. Nothing less, if you see the harnesses that they put on the babies today, it makes the harnesses on the Batman ride in Great Adventure look like kindergarten. It's these huge things that, it's practically a straitjacket. Where the child couldn't move if it wanted to. They tend to say these days that children are much quieter in cars. They can't breathe. So there she is putting one child in click, 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 click. And then she puts the second child in click, 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 click. Turns around now, pulls out her keys. And as she's pulling out her keys, she pulls out the receipt and the change. And she realizes that the cashier gave her too much change. So she's standing there. And she's thinking, what am I going to do now? It took me 20 minutes just to get the whole crew in the car. Do you know what this girl did? She went back into the minivan after the fingerprint ID on those two car seats. She started unclicking the locks one by one. She took her kids back out of the car, back into the stroller, made her way back into the store, walked up to the cashier, and she said to her, excuse me, ma'am, I believe... You gave me too much change. It was at that moment that the cashier almost passed out. Her chin hit the floor, gasping for air. And she said, you came all the way back in here with your children in the baby carriage just to give me back a difference of a dollar in change because I gave you too much change. She says, absolutely. Because I belong to a religion 
that not even one penny that's not rightfully mine am I allowed to keep. It's yours. Please take it. The woman couldn't get over this. She called the store manager. She called everybody and everyone. And she said, somebody check that woman's heart. She can't be for real. Until the manager says, no, 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 no. She's Jewish. This has happened quite a few times already. Ashrechem Yisrael mi chamocha. Show me, show me another religion, another people that they tell over such stories. How far we go to keep the innocence and the reputation of the Torah and of the Jewish people in the eye of the critical eyes of the world. We all know about the newspapers and the magazines. You could have the worst things going on out there. They find one Jewish guy who didn't pay his taxes on time. It's on the front page of every paper. Because they expect a lot more from us. They know we are the chosen people. The goyim, their expectations for a Jewish person, especially a religious one, is extremely high. And we must keep to the height of those expectations. That's the mitzvah vihitem nikiim me Hashem me Israel. I personally know of a guy in Lakewood. He was nicknamed Midas. Because this guy, although he did not have a high school education, but yet every property in real estate that he touched in the last 10 years turned to gold. This man became incredibly wealthy, incredibly wealthy. Not the brightest of guys. But he had unbelievable mazal. Everything he touched turned to gold. Every deal he went into was matzliach. Anytime people wanted to buy a property, even if they had enough money, they'd call him up and ask him to partner on the deal just to bring his mazal to the deal. Do you hear where I'm telling you? I personally cornered him once and I asked him, tell me, tell me your recipe for success. What is it? You know what his answer was? He says, I'm one of the few real estate people left in the world who after being in business for 20 years can boast that I've never entered a courtroom or a beddin with anyone I did business with. That's a big statement. He says, anytime I was in a position where someone felt that things weren't going right, I picked up and gave in immediately. The deal wasn't worth enough to take away my reputation as an honest, God-fearing Jew. I personally know of a situation where this man was going for a very difficult mortgage in a local bank on one of his shopping centers, and there the lady in the bank 
who had to work unbelievable amount of hours to be able to finally get this guy the mortgage, the financing he needed to make the deal. Sure enough, when the day came for the closing, it turns out that there was something there on the property that wasn't approved environmentally. They found something that environmentally the bank didn't like. It was a gas spill, something small. And because of that, the deal was off. Here's this poor lady in the bank. She worked for six months to be able to make this deal happen. And it fell apart on something that was out of everyone's control. Do you know what this Jewish guy did? You know what he did? He turned to her by the table and he said to her, Listen to me, Wendy. I'm going to pay you your commission regardless if the deal closes or not. Because you worked unbelievably hard. I will not allow anyone to say that a Jewish guy made me work for six months and just walked away from me high and dry. I will never let that happen. The deal did not close. But yet he paid this woman $27,000 of her commission. For the time she worked, for the effort put in, and I tell you today that this Goya, this Christian woman Wendy, she walks around New Jersey singing the praises of religious Jews. What he bought for that 20 some odd thousand dollars, the Kiddush Hashem that he made at that moment, where everyone else at the end of the day is looking to mess over the broker, to get out of the fees, to get out of the commissions. How could I swindle him out of the commission? Oh, that broker brought me the house? You know what? I'll find someone else that knows the owner of the house. I'll go around them. Like this, I don't have to pay the broker's fee. I don't have to pay the commissions. This guy, he went and paid the commissions on a deal that didn't end up taking place. Just so no one could have a ta'ana on a Jewish man. Not to give the ability for a goy to walk around and say, those Jews, oh, you can't do business with them. This woman today walks around and says, my best clients are religious Jews. What a kiddush Hashem. Because what you don't realize is, by us, we have black hats. We have white hats. We have no hats. We have kipasuga. We have the Disposable kipot. I'm looking for the right ways to describe this without getting in trouble. We have the velvet kipot with the name on it. The velvet kipot with the phone number on it. <laughs> Tremendous difference in size between those two kipot. We have all different types in Am Yisrael. 
But you know what? In the eyes of that goy, he doesn't know the difference. She doesn't know the difference between a black hat and a white hat. Between a religious Jew and a not religious Jew. You know what the goyim say? They're all rabbis. All of them. And they're all thieves. Do you know how much of a Kiddush Hashem it is when you do business with Goyim and they walk away happy? Forget about the buck you're making for a minute. Do you know the reward that's coming to you on the Be'ah that's made not with the bottom line in mind but with the person in mind? There are no words to describe. The Gemara says the whole purpose that we're here is to make Kiddush Hashem. Says the Rambam, the Avera, that Teshuvah cannot forgive for is Helul Hashem. The only thing that forgives on Helul Hashem is death, is Mita. Teshuvah is not Mechapeh. When I was about six years old, Maybe seven. Going to Borough Park on a city bus to school every day in elementary school. The B9 up and down Avenue M to 60th Street making its way out to Borough Park 16th Avenue. And every day we'd be on this bus. And as the bus would go through the streets we'd pick up all the other boys in the class with our bus passes in those years, the bus passes were free. In those years, the bus cost 50 cents. I sound like my grandfather now. <laughs> and I remember one time, one Friday, we were coming home from school after a baseball game. And we were all totally and absolutely knocked out. It was a 12-inning game, a long game, and we were totally knocked out. And we're sitting there on the bus, going home. And an old Russian lady walks on the bus. And she was wearing a big golden cross on her chest. I am telling you the way it happened. This woman pays the driver. She walks down the aisle and stops. She sees that further down the aisle, there's a bunch of Jewish boys, yeshiva boys. She walks right up to me. Puts her hands on her hips. And she says, well, aren't you getting up for me? And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even see you. How could I miss her? I didn't even see you. And I jumped out of the seat. And she sat down. A minute later, another lady sitting in the area, she said to uh, this old lady, Why did you say that to the boy? She says back, What do you mean? He's a yeshiva boy. He was going to get up for me anyways. So why wait? Ashrechem Yisrael. Micha mocha. Look at the way they look at us. Look at the expectations they have for us. And let's give it our all to be able to live up to those expectations. To keep our innocence 
but most of all to carry the flag of our magnificent reputation in the eyes of Am Yisrael and especially in the eyes of the Goyim. Because those Kiddush Hashem is what makes us who we are. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.